Yeah. So yeah. But that's my that's my um that's my that's my biggest I think that's the biggest issue. Like these companies clearly they don't care about your privacy anymore. Or now your privacy well, they is, never did. your privacy is currency. Right. Right? Your data is currency. Yeah. And then now they have to um now you're sitting there, they're gonna sit there and they're like, you know, well yeah, we don't really care, we're still gonna post whatever we want, do whatever we want. But in order for you to reach people that are on the internet, you still have to pay them the money to reach them. And there's no there's no going around it. Yeah, the only way you go around it is by um, like really like almost like spamming people, right? Like I know people who go around it by just they're sending private messages, direct messaging, they're doing it they're doing it in a way that is and they're spending a lot of time. So you're either gonna spend a lot of time or a lot of money and you have to make your choice on what that's gonna be. Um, but either way it's a cost. And uh, you know, your time is valuable. And that's that's what these, these platforms have like they they played us. Because <laughs> they made us think that our time is not valuable, and it's not as valuable as it is, that our data is not valuable, and that the posts and content that we put on these platforms is not valuable. And they wouldn't be anything if we weren't spending time there, if we weren't handing over our data, and if we weren't posting all this content. Even the dumbest cat video or pithiest comment, like that is valuable to them. And oh, yeah. we're not the trade off and the compensation, we're not getting anything for it. So I mean I think we need something for it, but that's a whole different discussion. No, I mean that that's the that's the that's the biggest thing for me. I mean these platforms came and they offered people a way to connect with people. Right? And if you're like me, when your phone rings, you quinge because you're like, do I have to have a conversation with this person? Could I not just text them or whatever? Do they, they know what I'm doing. They can see my Instagram. They can see my whatever. They know that I don't like to talk on the phone. But And then you you give information. You, you post pictures. You do all these things, and you give them a piece of your life. And then you turn around and realize that for them... That doesn't that like that information now. They're using that and basically selling you false information. Right. And and we know like old people, they post fake news all the time because how are they going to be able to even differentiate it? They barely could use like you. You sit there and you teach them like you show your parents how to use Facebook. So now Facebook's the central of their internet. They're not going to go fact check it anywhere. You know, even even young, even people like us, even people who are in it and who have worked in it or who have done it. Like I see friends posting stuff, and I'm like, I'm not sure that's accurate. And these are people that work in social media, so I don't. I wouldn't. I think yes, our parents are definitely more susceptible to it. My mom admits this. She's like, I don't know what. She's like, I don't have that knowledge to differentiate. But I don't know if any of us do unless. We really, you know, it, it, unless we're really critical about it, and uh, especially if that piece of information that we're seeing confirms our bias that we already have, then we're we're apt to reshare it. So I've seen friends um, around election stuff 
they were resharing things, and I'm like, I don't think this is accurate, but this is confirming your bias, so you're going to share it. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the time when social media gets like the the the, the craziest is especially when there's an election or there's an opinion for one or the other. Right. Because you know, like everybody feels like you know what, that's don't. Don't pull, don't do NDP. I mean, sorry. Don't go liberal because Trudeau lies. Don't go Andrew Share because just don't. And <laughs> yeah, right. go NDP because they've got a new way of thinking. Right. But who says that if you voted NDP that all those new ways would translate into the world that you think that you're supposed to get? Right, right, right. Like, we... we there's so many different people. It's it's so multicultural. It's so it's it's, it's all over that you can't govern it with one government. A one-body government is not possible. You need there has to be pushback somewhere. There has to be somebody representing somebody else. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I you're, it's so. I mean, the, the, the election stuff, the government. Stuff. We're not going to do politics. Yeah, let's not do let's not do politics. Um, but you know, this is what happens when you start talking about Kanye. Inevitably, so we start this conversation talking about Kanye, and we're inevitably get into some political talk because. Well, that's what he sounds like to me. He sounds like he was sitting down. Maybe this is my this is my Kanye analogy right now. I have Kanye, my Kanye analogy. Kanye was, you share yours. Kanye was sitting down. He watched the way. Donald Trump was able to tell you that he has all these followers and captivated audience, but not fact check it, and it worked. So he's like, hey, that's the way to do it. If you think what you want, and people will follow you. That's how you get followers to follow you. If you say it enough times. Yeah. He's got, like... And his world is so small because at the point where you where you have to kind of walk with security, not be outside around people so much where it's crowds and crowds of people, your world becomes so small that if the five people that you talk to every day support your belief, you've now created the monster that, that that's there. Yeah. I wouldn't say I shouldn't say monster. But the echo chamber yeah. around you. Yeah. Yes, it's, again, it's con- and they confirm your biases, yeah. and then other stuff confirms your biases, and, and yeah, you're, I think you're exactly right, your world does become small, and, um, and, and it's a danger, and it's a danger, I think it's a, it can be a dangerous place for a person who has a very large platform, or very powerful platform to be. Uh, that's okay. Can I give you my analogy? Yeah, 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 you're going to laugh, because yeah, yeah. you know i got to go there, because this, this is the nerdy Pothead. You think you smoke too much pot, or you need some pot? Probably need some. No, I <laughs> need some. I don't. I know. I don't think he doesn't. He doesn't strike me as a pot smoker. No. no. he doesn't. He doesn't. That doesn't strike me as. His I don't think so. I could be wrong. I don't know him. Uh, yeah, we don't. We don't know. Um, if if you aren't Kanye, maybe you should. Um, but no, you know I got to bring Game of Thrones up. Yeah. Because that's my my jam. But he. He is like the Daenerys Targaryen of hip hop. But he's just coming in on his dragon and just firebombing all of it. Just 
you yeah. know. And and he's and people now are saying, oh, I miss the old Kanye. How, why, there's like, he just he's gone crazy. He's you know they're saying, all, and it's like we talked about earlier. No, this is the signs have been there from way back. It's just before we liked what he was saying because he was talking to the who we thought were the bad guys. Um, so we were okay with that. And there were hints that, like, hmm, maybe I don't like that he, you know, did the thing um, with Taylor Swift. Or maybe eh, this is a little off or that. But we never, you know, he was still kind of against the, the people we didn't like or that hip-hop didn't like. Well, now, that's all changed. And people are like, whoa, whoa, uh, we can't, you know, now we have problems with him. But, you know, he's who he always was, and uh, now he's just got a bigger platform and more power, and he's just, you know, firebombing the shit out of stuff. Yeah, and, 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 and but that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like... I feel like, um... Because just the way the music was, time coming on in Rockefeller style, we talked about this too, like, the music at that time was very misogynistic, you know? Right. And Rockefeller was able, because through Jay-Z, it kind of had like, kind of like a sugar coat against it, on it. We enjoyed it, we liked it, it was everything that we wanted to be, and and, and strive to. Right, right. So you t- you take that away, you take away, unwrap it off, and he's left there, still in that zone. But people are a little bit more open to different views, right. understanding that things things are changing, people are evolving. He feels like I think he feels that he doesn't have to evolve there because he's a free thinker, and if we're all evolving, then. We're all thinking the same, and we're not thinking by ourselves. Yeah, and he's, he's evolving. Don't get don't get me wrong. I think he's he's he's. Is there another word for his his evolution? His evolution, devolution. He's there's a word for that. He's he's going a direction. Um, it's just not one that we. Um, no, we might not like it. Yeah, we don't like it. His friends might because like this it. Is what, this is what I'm saying. The Daenerys Targaryen, she was fine when she was over there fighting, you know, the bad guys, the people who were upholding slavery and this and that. Everyone's like, rah, rah, burn, burn the bad guys. But when she came, and now she's kind of like, yeah, she's still burning the bad guys, but it's the bad guys we know. And there's also people we like that are getting hurt. That's the, I, and I think and, that's the issue. And that's... And that's, that's why I compare him to that, because, yeah, when it was, he was talking trash about George Bush, we were like, yeah, 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 great, great. But now, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Um, so. You have to put Kanye in the bubble. George Bush doesn't like black people, as Kanye said. But Donald Trump likes him, so he likes black people. There it is. There it is. That's Kanye summed up. Exactly. 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 So we'll get out of time, but we'll stay on Game of Thrones. So. Oh, and there's been some news. Yesterday, HBO canceled two of the shows that they're supposed to do, and then they greenlit one. I thought okay. So there was one that was supposed to be Emma Stone. Which one was that? Was that Uh, not Game of Thrones? That it was Game of Thrones. It's a spinoff. There was they, they they. Yep. Early, the early, the early idea was going to be three spin-offs. Okay, okay. 
And then I yesterday they announced they went to they said that, okay we're not gonna do two of them. Right. And they're gonna do the one with the Targaryen household, yeah. which is which which is the one that they should do anyways. Uh and you and can see me shaking my head. Yeah, no. she's shaking her head. Well, you know, and it's supposed to be set three hundred years before the events of Game of Thrones yeah. right now. Well it's a little unclear actually where they're actually starting. If it, it's off something in fire so about a year ago, George R. R. Martin put out Fire and Blood, Volume 1, which is a history of the Targaryen dynasty. Volume 1 covers the first half, first 150 or so yeah. years, I think, of it, give or take. Yeah. Um, and it's a little unclear of what part of that history this covers. Does it, it's like, I, originally it yeah. seemed like it was going to cover what was called the Targaryen Civil War, which is the Dance of the Dragons, kind of in the middle of this, um, the Targaryen dynasty. But now it seems like maybe they're starting at the beginning of the dynasty and at the conquest. Yeah. So that's, the, yeah, that's, but the one, going back to the pilots or the shows they canceled, the one pilot was, um, they actually shot a pilot for it. was called Working Title was Blood Moon, and Naomi Watts was in it. And the rumor mill is basically like it was just a disappointing pilot. And you know, you got the writers are blaming the director, the director's blaming the lead actress, the the lead actress is blaming the writers. You know, it's just a you know. Everyone's blaming everybody um, for it not being good, apparently. Do you, do you think that's just because the, um, the showrunners are gone? Uh, no, I think it's absolutely not. Um, because the showrunners... Now, this is all on the heels of last week, I believe. Uh, the, show, the original Game of Thrones showrunners show were at a conference in Austin... They basically admitted to their incompetence. <laughs> they they are actually also the first pilot of Game of Thrones was terrible, and they had to reshoot it. And um, HBO made them do a bunch of of writing more scenes. And they actually admitted at this conference that Game of Thrones was like a billion dollar film school for them, which is so insulting <laughs> to anyone who. Um, Right, I don't know. It's just really upsetting. I think a lot of fans are really upset by this. Um, a lot of people who are trying to be creators, uh, with women of all backgrounds, uh, people of color, it's just it's so hard, and um, you know we don't get those opportunities. And so to listen to these two uh, mediocre white guys kind of spout off about how they got to go to a billion dollar film HBO paid for a billion dollar film school for them is pretty upsetting um, and then you know to see the, the Blood Moon also have a very bad pilot but not get a second chance um, and that's the showrunner there is a woman um, you know it's, it's definitely disappointing uh, to say the least and I think the show I, I think it's I think it's a, the, the problem with it is not having enough source material, um, which they won't have as a problem for the House of Dragons. Yeah. I mean, HBO makes enough stuff where they can make a bad one or two. Yeah. And I think sometimes they just do it just to, just to, just to see, like, I, 
a lot of their shows, like with me with Game of Thrones, I didn't start watching it till maybe season two, going to season three. I and if somebody, someone said yeah, you should, maybe you should watch it, and yeah. I and I got into it a little bit, but um, it's it's it's, it's to me it's 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 a perfect segue to the streaming wars that are happening. Like you really now it's it's so. Netflix has been in this game. I mean, they've been streaming for almost ten years, but they've literally been—it's been that long. Well, they've been around. They've been around for almost twenty years. No. Yeah, because because. When did they start? When did they start? Like ninety-seven. Ninety-seven or two thousand. They were doing direct direct DVD and video games to your house. Not in ninety-seven. Yeah. Something around there. It was very early. I mean, it was early, but when? I'm saying 97. I could be wrong. So, but it was something very early. We're gonna fact check this. Okay, you're right. 1997. <laughs> yeah, I, See? I think the L on that one. It was founded in 1997. 1997. I knew that because I used to be at my dad's house in New Jersey, and we used to get uh, videos from Netflix. Um, so yeah, they started as a video service. We picked the videos. Oh, first, sorry. The mail. It was like a mail. They started. Yeah, they started as a mail service where you can pick the videos and the mailman will drop them on a Tuesday. You watch it till Thursday. You put it back in your mail. and He brings it back. And then and then they had kiosk where you can just go to the kiosk and and it's only in America. You go to the kiosk, pick your movies, and they started with video games. Streaming came later. 2010. 2010. 2010 is so they've been in the streaming business for almost 20 years. Well, the yeah, not streaming the video, the Vi- yeah. video business. Video business for almost 20 years. So they've got over over 10 years. Yeah. And Friday, Apple enters the, the race with right. Apple TV Plus. Right. And on the 12th of November. Disney Plus launches. Disney's launching, yep. Next year, it's going to be NBC and Warner Media, which I found out this morning that Warner Media is actually just going to amalgamate it to Crave. So Crave is going to be Warner Media in Canada. In Canada. Because um, Bell already has exclusive rights to HBO stuff, so it doesn't make any like how you're going to like the deal was already there, so they just okay. up the deal, up the money. So, if you have Crave, you won't have to pay for Warner Media. That's a, that service is already going to be there for you. That's nice. That's which nice. is which is good. Not the case in the U.S. In the U.S., you've got to like it's all. Well, it's with. It's either with if you want it online, it's with your cable subscription, or you pay for HBO now, um, yes. which is its own thing. And then it's going to come down and become Warner Media. Oh, because Warner owns all that. Yeah, right? Warner's, yeah, Warner's so putting then it together. it's going to be all part of that. Yeah. Which I'm happy because they're bringing back the boondocks. Two seasons and a movie. Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's tons of content. It's going to be good. And I think, well, yes and no, I mean, they need so much content. I mean, and this is the thing with the, the pilot that, the Blood Moon pilot that got canceled. It's, you know, this is how TV works. Like, they make tons of pilots for things that never get picked up. Uh, and that was standard pretty much throughout, like, 80s, 90s, you know, all of TV history. Um, what's changing now is they need so much content that things have a much higher likelihood of getting picked up, I think, um, because they just need... They're desperate for it, man. Um, but... Uh, 
that's that's a whole other. Should we talk about uh, Watchmen though? Is that talk about well, dreaming? Yeah. Well, okay. That's what I mean about HBO. They always are going to have something. Have something. They um. There's always when one show ends, they always have something that kind of fits that 9 p.m. billing for them Sunday at that time, at a Sunday at nine o'clock. Yeah. I think The Watchmen is fantastic. I've been. It's I'm, weird. I'm not it's gonna, weird. I mean, in a good way. I say that in yeah. a good way, but it's weird. It's like I. So when I watched the first episode, we're not allowed to talk about what happened in the episodes, but when I watched the first episode, I went to look at who, like, the creator and director, which, like, I have a habit of doing, just to see things that they've done, and I was like, oh, this guy did Lost, and in my head, I was like, oh, man, there's points in Lost that really Lost. Yeah. So, and when I watched the second episode, I was like, yeah, this feels like an episode of Lost, even though the story carried over really well. Yeah, that's episode. a Lost aspect. And it, right, it, right, it right. got to a point where they took the storyline from the first one, gave you a little bit more deeper context, gave characters a deeper context, and then dropped in something that you never thought you'd see, and you're just like, okay, so... But it's, it's <laughs> that's the weird H- part. HBO's HBO's um, ability to make shows is they're barney. They've always had like one or, like they've always had shows that that are in those top ten shows of all time. I think that's what HBO is good at is attracting the talent. Yeah. Um, that maybe regular like other TV broadcasters would not have been able to attract. Yeah. So. And what's kind of happened is now a lot of, you know, it used to be when I was growing up, if you were a TV actor, you were a TV actor. If you did movies, you did movies. And they never really, like a movie actor would not do a TV show. That was like lower, lowering themselves in a lot of ways. It's totally the other way around. And yeah, now, you know, you see, you see a lot of more back and forth. Um, You see film actors wanting to do TV. Um, shows because they can explore characters more, and I think HBO has really been responsible for some of that because they've had good enough writers, good enough directors, showrunners, to and to bring the talent. And so I think they get. I mean, look, you've got Nicole Kidman on an HBO show. Like, who would have thought yeah, yeah, that she yeah. would be on a TV show? Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, like all of these, you know. Regina King now. Regina King, yeah. like in, and, yeah. And it's so and. It, it's it's crazy because she's played like she plays obviously the, the main character in the Watchmen. Right. She also has uh, first look deal with Netflix. So if you're Netflix right now, you're kind of just like, well, we hope that this Watchmen is as good as it is because we like we're gonna benefit off of what what she's doing. Well, the, and Netflix now, what's interesting is Netflix gave the Game of Thrones showrunners a big deal. Yeah. Um, and and there's a lot of, some people don't think it's going to pan out for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a first look. So if it yeah. sucks, it could go somewhere else. But um, I think in, in Netflix's case, they did that so that they, those guys would not do 
the trilogy of Star Wars is what they were supposed to sign on to do. Uh, you know what? So some fans are saying that Star Wars can do. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. They say either way. I think I think that was it was never going to work either way. So either they were going to have to give like give Netflix back money, or 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 do or leave Star Wars and take the money. And it, and if I was these guys, I would take the money. Like why? I would love to do Star Wars, but I'll take the money. But um, I I I had to, I keep I have a conversation and I tell people I'm like you know with everybody going to the streaming space it took Netflix ten years to get to this much subscribers and you lose you get some you lose some but even on the onset if Disney Plus comes and Apple comes they could take a market share they're still not going to be close to that the value and their and their and their streaming service costs. It's half of what Netflix is making per person. Yeah, the thing, the thing with Disney and the, what, what Disney just had so much content. Yeah. That's the real. They just have yeah. so much. And they have like a good back catalog, but I go saying too like, how much of it are you gonna actually watch? And when are you gonna get bored of it? it because matter, well, I'm not getting Disney Plus, but you're gonna end up having to get it. You're gonna Star end up Wars? needing to watch it. No, not to watch Star Wars, but as it, when, when, when it yeah <laughs> when it launches, right? You're going to they're launching with Lady and the Tramp live action because they have the ability to say, okay, we can make this movie. Do we go full theatrical or do we just go here? Then you own all the properties from Marvel, so the continuation of Marvel stories will be more on Disney Plus than in the theater. Because yeah, this is like, then, once you start telling me everything they own, and then yeah. Simpsons, what? all the years of the Simpsons. Simpsons? Yeah, you own Fox. So, and then, so I looked at the launch, I, I'm not going to read, say everything that they're, I'm not going to say everything that they're launching with, but when you're launching with the first 30 years of Simpsons episodes, all your, all your Disney afternoon cartoons, DuckTales, Darkwing right. Duck, yeah, all them joints, gargoyles, things that you can't, that you just can't repurpose to see. Right, right. Right? You're going to have a chance to watch them. They make the price appealing because they know kids are going to watch it more, so it's under $10, which is appealing to a parent. Under $10 to have your kids shut up in, in front of a screen, priceless. <laughs> That's how some people this are thinking about it. This is how you're ruining your children's brains. No minimal screen time, man. Don't let them, don't let them, don't do it. Don't somebody will deal with it later like they dealt with us. After. Like therapy? Yeah. You're going to pay for their therapy? Nope. That won't be here. Um... <laughs> so, they're, um... <laughs> I wish my parents would pay for my therapy. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, they're launching it a lot, and they're taking, like, some things from Fox as well. Like, they're going to have some, some misses, like, hits and misses, because they're, they're deciding that a lot of Fox content, because... Fox really went to bed this year in the theaters. Dark Phoenix didn't make any money. A lot of the things that didn't make any money, Disney's deciding to take some of their old properties that made money and turn them into TV series like Home Alone and make it into a series. And yeah, and another, I can't remember the other, I can't remember the other thing that they're going to do, but this is, this is going to become the issue because, but here's my, my thing. I think... The, the the ultimate winner in the streaming wars is going to end up being Apple. You think it's going to be Apple? Because they're not. Tell me why. Because I don't, I because don't. they don't they don't make media making media is not in their game. 
they sell they sell hardware for you to watch it. So they're not really in a loose. They're they're, they're, not, they're they're taking a billion dollars of cash that they have and seeing if it can stick. And if it doesn't stick, they're just gonna look at these streaming services to see which one is losing the most and just buy it and keep the name the same, right? Because they're not gonna lose. They're a trillion dollar company just spending a billion of their trillion on, on, on making movies and TV shows, right? Um, Netflix is still... they've. And, and they've, to be fair to Apple, yeah. everything that they make is is well done. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a certain style with them, but the only thing that I see with all these companies is... Disney has to produce things that are on Disney brand. They can't really go off brand. Oh yeah, it's a huge problem for them. It's a huge problem for them. They go off brand with Hulu because they own it now. Yeah. They put the stuff there, but Hulu can't even end, like Hulu's been there for as long as Amazon Prime and everything, and it hasn't really done well, crazy. Well, I mean, this, this is where HBO can. I think HBO is not going to go anywhere because they can do things. They can do content. That you're never going to see on Disney. And, and, and they that you're never going to see yeah. on some of these more, yeah. you know, and I feel like, And I feel companies. like Warner, Warner Media, HBO, I don't know if you can count them as a streaming service because they sit on broadcast as well. Right? Like, HBO is not going to come off the TV. So it's still going to be weekly. They're not going to have, like, give you, like, ten episodes at one time. No. They're not really going to do that. You know what? I say, okay. So I wrote about this on my, okay. one of my, my things. And I and I'm, I was comparing some numbers um, between Game of Thrones, final season, and uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. And Stranger Things, you know, huge, huge numbers as far as the people watching, when it released, the first weekend it was released. But I said it didn't feel like... 18 million people were watching it. Where with Game of Thrones had huge numbers. The first weekend it came back, yeah. but it felt like everyone was watching it. Uh, and it's same Watchmen. You know, you're getting the reviews each week. You're getting this, and I think that the releasing 10 episodes at a time or six episodes, doing just these kind of releases. Uh, is hurts the marketing of a project, uh, and I actually think that one of the things that will help HBO in the long run is maintaining that weekly. We release once a week. We do this. Um, I think it makes a huge difference. And yeah, from a marketing perspective, uh, I actually think. What is hurting Netflix a little bit is releasing all the episodes at once. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that hurts. It certainly makes it a lot harder to market. It, it, you kind of got, it's like you've got one shot at the marketing to get it, and then and then that's kind of, like, that's it, because then it's out there, and then you're just kind of trying to, like, get people to more people watch it by other people talking about how great it is, but you can't really build a viewership in the same way. And I think, and a lot of people, I think too, like, Netflix, they, they, they're all, they're, they do have shows that are weekly based, good shows that are weekly based, 
they do stuff where like they'll have shows that are six episodes, half an hour episodes. You could digest it in a weekend. Right, right. I think Disney Disney's gonna do weekly episodes. Right, right. So I think the, the market is the Apple's Apple's got the best strategy of them all at the beginning for them. What is what's their strategy? So they're opening up giving you seven days for free. Right? And they're giving you three episodes of each show. Right? So if you start to like your show, you want to continue watching it, seven ninety nine. Or if you buy an Apple product, you get a year for free. So, right? So that's so for them that's that's again again the co- the 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 cost of the service for them doesn't really bother them. They'll give it to you for free if you buy something. Right, right. Right? It's just like added by it's like Amazon Prime. Yeah. They just want you to ship there. Just giving you movies if you just ship with them. Like I have Amazon Prime, not because I particularly particularly want to watch Amazon Prime. I just want my Prime shipping. Yeah, it's just that's why everyone has Amazon Prime. Exactly, and then all of a sudden you get to go in there and look at some movies, and you're like, oh, okay, there's movies and TV shows here too. Yeah. And they don't really like. Have you ever tried to search for a movie on Amazon Prime? The search bar is the most. It's the worst thing in the world. Nothing populates there. Sometimes people, I find things that I'm like, this has been on here. It's, it's not. They don't really. They're not really looking to be in that. To, to be in the fight, they'll do like. They'll they'll have a big time show, and what they'll do is all the boxes that they you ship with the Prime has the show with the tape, so you can see the name of the show. They'll cover up the subways and everything like that. But they're at the end for the consumer, like for me. You're just gonna get like a whole bunch of companies trying to make the best content to get you to be on their service more. And if you're a consumer of content, then you might be a winner, I guess. Might, might. Or you might lose your job. Like one of those two things are gonna. Might lose your job. You might. But yeah, I think there's fatigue too, right? That comes into play. Like Like at what point is it like there's so much to watch? I just don't watch anything. Um, or at least a lot less, uh, because I just can't. I mean, I still watch, you know, I'm not going to lie, I still watch broadcast, <laughs> broadcast television, and, uh, you know, even though I like Watchmen and I've been watching it, I watch it on Monday nights, because on Sunday nights, I'm watching PBS, and <laughs> Dark is on, <laughs> and that's where I can watch that. So, you know, I, there's still people out there, i got my antenna, uh, and I enjoy sometimes just watching what's on regular TV. Um, so there's, there's still a place, still a place for it. Um, what do you think about uh, YouTube, though? Because YouTube is getting into it, and YouTube is going to get a lot of the sports stuff, I think, at least in the U.S. Because my parents are talking about getting just getting rid of their finally talking about getting rid of their cable service. And you know, figuring out what streaming services to get, and they're looking at YouTube. So, I said this a couple years ago, and I'll say it again: sports and news will win the streaming. You have those things. If you, if you're any of these streaming services, and for some reason you listen to this podcast, 24-hour news cycle regional and sports regional will win you 
Oh, God, yeah. Get some men, get some college the, football uh, games. 90% yeah. of the people that have cable have cable to watch sports and watch news. Right, right. And, and then, HDTV, and, but... You can and, get that on Hulu, so I and, think. And, and, and the Food Network. We like competitions. Food, yes. But this is what my parents say. Watch the sports, the news, HDTV, and Food Network. And that's, you know. And then if there's they can, a food show on some other channel. Sometimes PBS they watch. I watch PBS, but, you know, it's... it's yeah, so I don't know. What else is going on? What else are we talking about? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen this? I'm going to show you this video. You guys aren't going to see the video. I'm going to show you this video. I don't want you to tell me what you think about this. Right here. But, yeah, but, but to keep talking while I find the video, we keep, keep going about, these, about that. Like, I think the news is the most, I think news is the most important part. Like, I, and I watch news in the morning. I Sometimes I mute it. I just look at the ticker because I'd rather read it than hear someone give me. I can't the news. listen. I can't listen to people talk it in the morning. I just really can't. But I. But one of the biggest things that I um. For us, like like you know, we sit down, we watch a lot of um, Food Network, and the other day I laughed because I'm like, the Food Network has 20 shows maybe that run in circulation. They're new all the time. Yeah. They're all the same show. There's no difference. The countdown's always 20 minutes or two hours, or five if it's a, if it's a big elaborate thing that they're making, baking yeah. challenges. It's got three hosts. It's got one major person that hosts. It's got three judges, I should say, not hosts. The competition goes. They make you get super anxiety because they say, like, five minutes left, but they're just showing you things that they've taped already. And you're like, no, they're not going to be able to finish that. Meanwhile, they, it's, it's, it's not the same timing. Yeah. And then they build the cakes, and you get the, you sitting at home kind of get to pick which one you think is going to be the winner. Yeah. And well, that. I, I like the show. I actually like the one, um, my mom likes The Kitchen, which isn't, a, which isn't a competition show. But it's got, like, you know, the four, four hosts or so cooking stuff and they have guests on to cook things and you know they give you lots of ideas and 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 then there's the celebrity chef shows right so there's those two yeah it's absolutely, it's absolutely crazy yeah no there's there's so much stuff let's watch this video you found it yeah I, did, I didn't find this video yet hold on I have it though I, I uh, watched it yesterday but, um I posted it, that's why I know. Here we go. I want you to take a look at this video and then you gotta see this video. It's loading guys. Okay. And I'm getting no hint as to what it is. I just have to watch it. And I can't play the audio for um what? Oh it's gonna play in here. So, yeah, this video's not playing. They might have taken it down. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, there it goes. Oh, this. This is crazy, man. And I, I think I... Did I see you or did I see somebody else post something about this? This is crazy as... No. You gotta look at this... this, this. I'm not about this life. 
Star Wars come to life. It gets it gets it gets even more insane. Like we're watching this video that they have of um, it is a robot. Is it an android? They call them androids, right? Because you can't call them robots. Robot. Robot. And it's um basically it is a army robot, and it's basically going through an obstacle course. These guys are throwing everything they can at it. Why are you and not wearing bulletproof that? Because it can't. It, it technically won't shoot a human. If you notice, look, you're going to notice, you're going to see it coming up in the video, see? So, as you see, they're doing everything to them. They're kicking the robot, it's not losing its aim. It wants to. At one point, it's like the, the humans are pushing the robot. It wants to shoot, but it can't shoot, so it doesn't. See? I would still wear a bulletproof vest because I, I would not. So, oh. before the same company that did the that did this video, they had put out another video that was a spoof of what they do with robotics, right? So yeah, it wasn't yeah. actually 100% real. There's somebody there that's controlling the robot, making sure it shoots when it's supposed to. Right. But. So when this video came out yesterday and everybody was watching it, people thought that it was, they said it wasn't real. We were like, oh, it's a spoof, but they came out and said they've actually are able to do this at this moment. So this is like a cyborg. Have you watched Terminator? Yes. This is Terminator. So I'm, I'm not sure if I'd bu I'm buying this. No. I'm not mm. sure if I buy it. This is not CGI. Yeah, and they do that too. So. Or puppetry. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not 100% convinced of because the other stuff, when you've seen demos of um, how androids and, and robots, like robots move and walk, he's way too, his walking and getting up ability is way too good. I don't think they've been able to do that. Because, you know, you see the one um, in Japan that they have, mm. that one still falls down. Yeah. But now if it was like that, where it's a small on four yeah. legs, um, I think I'd believe it a little bit more. But this is like a bipedal. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm skeptical as to how real this is. But I'm gonna. I'm Terminator gonna, is here, guys. Okay. I. He's, all right. You better find your Arnold. Can we put money on? This is, I put money on this not being real. I don't think it's real. It's too. They, they, it's yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. no. 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 <laughs> not real. Not real. I, I'm going on with Matthew. It's pretty crazy, but if it I, is real, I, it's out of control. My, my, my conclusion to that is that it's robot. They, they are controlling that ro the robot to make sure it can't do whatever. And I can see them at a point having being able to regain its ability to stand up because they can make robotic legs for NPCs at work. It's just a possibility. But this company is also like, that's all they do is robotics. They do robotics all the time, so they could be. I don't know if they have. I don't know if the ability to not shoot when it's supposed to. I wouldn't yeah. even want one of those. Like, who says that it's not going to shoot? 
Like, I'm telling you, I'm saying. He says it's not gonna. It's not gonna make a mistake. Electronics malfunction. I'm just saying. So. Yeah. I wouldn't you know want. How many times you you do don't that. want to be the example of the malfunction. What happened? Right. My robot shot sure. me in the arm. Uh, he went shooting yeah. in the arm. He's got yeah, much yeah. better aim than that. Yeah. He well, he's disarming you. He's just putting you down. He's just putting you down. I so, know. He was aiming for their head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so before we wrap it up, a um, couple quick questions rapid fire questions in my head yeah. um, what shows are you currently watching at the moment I'm watching like I said Watchmen of course I've got to write my review for that yeah. uh, today Poldark I'm a huge Poldark fan if you don't know Poldark it's on PBS it's a BBC uh, period costume drama uh, set in you know uh, guy comes back from the American Revolution to Britain to the UK uh, and all kinds of drama you know typical love romance all kinds of stuff um, I'm watching that I am watching when it's on I'm a big American Ninja Warrior fan because <laughs> I love that um, I also watch Ballers uh, so trying I, I it's season did finish so I've just got to catch up and watch it all yeah that's this is the main ones that I've been watching uh, any books books yes so I started reading the fifth season which is fantasy kind of sci-fi fantasy really interesting book and I, I use the library app so it actually got taken back to the library right as it was getting I got to the good part so I'm waiting till I get it back again so yeah, I've been reading the fifth season, and uh, I've also been reading, I finally, also my library app, I got back Stephen King's book called On Writing, which I really, really recommend, even if you're not a writer. Um, it's kind of memoir mixed with writing advice, and it's really good. And I actually bought it on, on, I, on my yeah. iTunes, my book app, because it really was... Recommend it. It was on, like, I, I subscribe to a newsletter that every day gives you the um, discounts on books that are on the bookstore, and it was there. It was a dollar and ninety-nine cents, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just pick it up. I didn't, I haven't read it yet, but I did pick it up. It's, it's really, yeah, I really and recommend it. It's really good. And the app that um, Liz is talking about is called Libby. Is that yeah, I use, and well, I've used, I've used OverDrive and yeah. Libby, but Libby is the library app. Yeah, yeah, so Libby is the library app. You have your library card. You can actually just take the books out digitally or audiobooks. Here's the mm -hmm. catch-22. If it's a good book, you got to wait forever. Yep. And when you get a chance to read it, you got to read it right away or else it'll take it back. The, yeah, you got it for 20 days. They'll take yeah. it back, and then you got to wait again, which yeah. is what I'm going through with this season. So yeah. I basically am waiting for a book to read. And it says six months. Yeah. So I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. yeah. That's what ends up happening but, a lot. But, I mean, but. you could find older books and things that you might have missed years, years before. Yeah. I mean, there's so many books that you could find yeah. something on the subject that you're looking yeah. for. I mean, I'm reading so much stuff right now. So I'm also reading my fan fiction, as always. And uh, and then some other some other books out there. So, yeah, uh, I definitely recommend those, too. So. And uh, where could they find you if they want to stalk you socially? Uh, you know, I'm on Twitter. Liz Gallo. I'm on Instagram at <laughs> Liz Gallo. And I write on Medium. We have a Medium publication called We're Still Cool. So that's where you can find some of my TV reviews and other commentary about life uh, slash 
nonfiction, and also on Medium, some other publications that have some of my poetry. So if you hunt around, you can, you can find a lot. Perfect. Well, thank you. This was, this is, we've done this already. Yeah. And Let me talk about my, my fan fiction. Yeah. And, then I, and then I lost the audio. So we do, we're just doing this again. On different a different subject matter. But yeah, you definitely, thanks for doing this again. No problem. And you know, we're always in a busy, noisy coffee shop because that's the way we roll. With some Whitney Houston and yeah, uh, in the background. Um, but um, yeah, that's it. All right. Okay.